listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. Welcome to Fresh Take NBA. Joshua Adam Lamar with the Senator. Coach will be joining us in a bit here. Uh, sorry, yeah, Senator, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on? Nothing. We just, it's that time of year, right? It's that, that time, time of, of the year. We got NBA going on. This will be, so we're not going to do the traditional uh, show we normally do here at FTM. We do the over, look, you know, it's been a busy week here with a lot of stuff. You know, we had, uh, Canada roads got in the way of the show we want to do one day where I live. We didn't have water for 72 hours. So I've been struggling to figure that out. So, and look, by this time too, you've had every single podcast do their over under stuff. So you don't need us to come on here and do our over unders as well. So we're going to skip that side of things. And we're going to kind of talk about some of the stuff we've seen from the first uh, two days of games. We got, you know, bucks and Philly going on right now. And, uh, yeah, let's get to it. So I guess my, my first thing before we kind of get into a kind of a season preview of things, Senator, uh, over the first two days, what's the one thing that stuck out to you the most? The one thing that stuck out to me the most at this point right now, it's um, I almost forgot how much that Dame trade helped Phoenix. And Boston. Yeah. like it really helped those two teams. Because mm-hmm. I was looking, I totally forgot that Nurchich was on, was a starting starter center. For yeah, and a lot of people were down on that. And I was, when it happened to me, I'm like, how did we let them get away? Like, I know Aiden's good and Aiden's fine, but just the fact they got him. I mean, Grayson Allen played way too many serious minutes for them. Oh, yeah. So that's something they're going to have to figure out. And as I say this, they face my Lakers tonight to record and watch Grayson Allen torch my team tonight. Uh, but I just thought he was kind of useless for them. So they do, I mean, trades can be happening. I'm assuming eventually Eric Gordon will be more in that role, but I agree with you. Like he was a beast and it showed how the Warriors really need help in the post because Nurkic destroyed them. Yeah, it was, but that's also, even though he's undersized, that's where the Draymond really comes in. Yeah, that's where Dre comes, yeah. And seeing the team without Draymond all the time you forget like how impact a lot of people forget how impactful he is yeah but honestly Looney does his best so you can't even be mad at a player like that right like he he gives you quality minutes he gives you he gives you all the effort he can it's just sometimes when you have a center that can kind of spread the floor a little bit it makes it so difficult for for a Looney because that's not game that he plays my takeaway was the Knicks are way better than I thought they would be like they were really in that Boston game but the problem with them is they still don't have the guy they Mm -hmm. if they had the guy they would be potentially they would be 100% a top three team in the east and they are a fringe top three team in the east but watching that Boston game I'm like they are this close to being in that conversation in Eastern Conference Finals 
level team. Bronson's doing what he has to do. Josh Hart's great. I like the the bench pieces with Hartenstein, some other bench pieces. But at times, they just don't have that guy that can go get him the bucket the way the Boston in that game really has three. But I think the primary two now is going to be Perzingis and, and Tatum, which means Jalen Brown is going to be the highest paid third option probably in NBA history for what he's doing. But I, I did like what I saw out of the Knicks, but I felt down the stretch there, they just kind of lost knowing who the guy was they needed to go to, and Boston 100% knew who that guy was. Well, that makes sense, especially with the fact that with the fact that um, now New York is saying that they're willing to give up three players and two draft picks for Embiid. Embiid, yeah. Because that means that you're getting that guy right there, that guy exactly. that you want. Exactly. So it's going to be interesting. Knicks are Knicks – are, are, grimy team like they're just one of those teams where you don't know exactly what you're going to get from them i think they wanted the guy to be randall but yeah that's not really the guy for them and it's not really brunson can't be the go-to guy jalen is good on playing both sides of the ball getting buckets but he can't be the go-to guy kind of like josh hart he will play good defense he'll hit some clutch threes but he can't be your go-to guy this is the time where this is the time where you need uh um this is the time where you need why is his name slipping me right now? Canada Mitchell RJ Barrett. Oh RJ, yeah. This is where you need RJ to like Yeah, where's FIBA RJ? Yeah. Take it because you saw what he was doing in FIBA. Yeah. Rules are a little bit different, whatever, it doesn't matter. But you just need that type of play at this point right now to really can help bring that team up where they need to be yeah uh and for boston i mean damn they look scary porzingis is a a motivated porzingis a healthy motivated porzingis is a problem yeah uh and right now it seems like they're gonna try play using him for his strength i think he's motivated i think he thinks he can actually win with this team and when you look at when you look at um I'm trying to think exactly who's the best when he was in Dallas, yeah. It he knew it wasn't his team. Mm-hmm. And he played like it wasn't his team. Yeah. This one here, it seems and this one here, I think he feels like he can actually win. Yeah. He can actually go far. And that he's part of the three headed monster. Yeah. Because that's what they're gonna that's how they built it up for yeah that's clutch because we with drew we saw with miami in that series of times drew they like needed drew to get a bucket right and now drew can just play defense he doesn't have to worry about scoring yeah and and that pickup with drew like i feel like it was un. it should it should never have happened not because no, i mean it, yeah it, it's because you lost marcus smart but then you pick up a drew holiday like They open room for Peyton Pritchard too, who wanted more minutes. So you open room yeah. for Peyton Pritchard, and it's interesting. Back to the kind of the crux of everything you're talking about. Watching Milwaukee right now, I haven't. I just turned into the game as we started the pod, so I haven't seen how Dame plays with Giannis. So maybe I'll talk about that later in the pod if I see it. But just as we're going on, and Dame is on the floor by himself right now, and it's it's such a nice option for the Bucks to have now that 
Giannis can take a little bit of a longer break if he needs to and doesn't have to be relied on. And that's the thing that the Bucks missed last year, right? When Giannis wasn't on the floor, especially in dying time, they needed a guy that can get buckets. And the way of the floor and the momentum that they're being able to push it up right now is huge with uh, with them team for the Bucks And a player that I've seen just in the early start here for this game against Philly that's really um, benefiting off of those bench time is, is Bochamp. He's really oh. benefiting off of Dame uh, having the ball and isolating for him and being on the fast break the way that he didn't have. And that's a guy that's also going to be given an extended role now with Grayson and some other bench play, uh, pieces that are gone. So I think going back to your original point, that Dame trade really elevated four different teams. Portland, we won't see much of the uh, of the results from it this season, really, unless Aiden turns into Patrick Ewing or something. Um, but you saw it from, from you saw it from Phoenix. You're seeing it from Milwaukee. You saw it from Boston. So far, all three teams are showing how that trade benefited them in different ways. Oh, absolutely! And going off the report that that uh, Giannis said that he's giving the keys to date. Yeah, like Giannis, he still got to remember this is as much as whatever you just signed the extension. It's still your team, but. I under I like that mindset because it yeah. kind of has that mindset of Miami when LeBron and Bosch went over there. Yeah, and Wade was Wade already won the championship before that, but knew like yeah, you needed LeBron to be the lead. It can't be that, Wade to be the lead. It's a great point. Doc Rivers was on the Bill Simmons podcast and brought up this great point of teams when they build teams underestimate culture. Mm-hmm. they just get a bunch of good players and think it's going to work. But the culture is such a, a huge thing. And, you know, we all make fun of heat culture and what that is, but what Pat Riley has done with the heat, it's why they've been to almost, you know, three of the last five finals is because yeah. of heat culture. I mean, they came a bucket short of Jimmy and uh, missing of them not doing, um, I guess it was three of the plus four, but of Jimmy not making that shot of going to them against Miami there's a reason that they have a united front no matter how up and down the regular season comes when the playoffs come you know you have to worry about the heat so you have to install that culture and then you know with Giannis doing something like that with Milwaukee it installs a culture in there to not be bigger than the team yep and that's it and that's exactly what you need you need everybody to buy into whatever it is that you're that you're trying to sell yeah and that's and that's where when teams don't do that that's where you always see that divide. You look at the Denver Nuggets right now. You're looking at yeah. everybody just kind of buying into understanding. Like Jamal Murray could definitely be like, yo, I'm supposed to be the point guard. And that's where you have that issue where people are like, you're not playing your role. But Jamal right now, he's pretty much, even though he's listed as the one, he's pretty much the two because Jokic yeah. is the is the power, is the point guard. Yeah, but and they all play their role. It's hilarious watching that Laker game, and you know, it's the this whole summer was the Lakers saying like, "Oh, the Nuggets have been talking so much shit about us," and yada yada. And I'm like, well, yeah, but they have a right to because the Lakers got swept by them, mm-hmm. and then the day that they lost, LeBron's like, "Oh, I may not or may not come back." So you took away from their moment with this LeBron bullshit that nobody in the world thought LeBron was going to retire so Mike Malone took that personally and then you talk all this shit like we're ready to go 
and then you get your asses handed to them in that first game, although it was closer. And I do think LA will be good this year. Uh, and I think it kind of goes from the top down. That That's a team that just installed in good coaching too, with Mike Malone setting everything too. And I think the, the nonchalant just win, it is just basketball attitude that Joker brings to them as well. Man, Joker has a picture of his racehorse above his locker. Like, yeah. like he said, he put the statement out saying like basketball is life or stuff like that. But I was like, come on, Joker. We know, we know exactly where you're. You are more happy when your horse won than when, yeah. than when you won the championship. He, he like, had the quote that they asked him, "How was your summer?" Not great. Lost. We played two extra months, so it was short. Yeah. You won the championship. That's why you went longer. Yeah. But honestly, like you look at you look at that. You look at the resurgence of uh, Aaron Gordon on that mm-hmm. team. Man, he was good on the, the Tuesday game. Oh yeah, like he everybody right there seems like they have that confidence to know like we know what our role is, we know how we gotta play, we know that we have a real solid chance of doing this again yeah and i think there was like a stat whatever saying that they were the best team from like january last last year or december last season they went into number one and then they just never made it all the way to the finals won the finals and then won their opening game like it's just insane when you think about it I still think they're going to miss uh, Bruce Brown down the stretch, oh, but sure. um, they're still like, they look at Christian Braun in that, and they have a few, uh, they're kind of getting Spursy in a way too. And I believe Mike Malone's a fr- former Spurs uh, coach. I could be wrong. I believe he is though. Uh, and just kind of the next man up type of situation. And again, everyone kind of knowing their roles there. Mm-hmm. It, it is wild just how effortless just watching in some ways, I almost think now, like, you know, we'll talk about some of the rooks the last few days here and some other players, but I think Jokic is uncannily the best player in the league right now, but it, we just take for granted because he does it so effortlessly and doesn't care. It's almost it's almost weird to say he's the best player in the league in a sense of the effort that he puts forward. He's not the flashy dunk on you, do this, but he's undoubtedly the best player in the league. He looks like he never he never cares. No, like his effort on there is just like, all right, I gotta take the shot. Sure, I guess I'll take the shot. Like even even when he's gonna go shoot, like he hit a three on y'all in the opening game. Yeah, and he caught the ball, and it kind of he just kind of looked around and was like, I, I guess I have to take this shot. Sure, and then just splash. Like it just it's just even when even last season when when he was facing the Lakers in the playoffs. Like some of those one legged oh, god back I still have nightmares about he them. was doing were just random he even when he put the shot up, it just looked like he was just like, all right, cool. I had to. I didn't really want to. I just had yeah. to. Like yeah. and that's how he seems like he always plays. Yeah. Uh I the Lakers, you know, A D just went, I don't know what happened with A D in that game. It's the liver die by A D situation. He he um just went cold out of nowhere. I, I still think they need to run more stuff for uh, Rivers. And the LeBron 29 minutes thing is the right call because you're going to need him come to play. I, this Laker team is still going to be a very good team. Yeah. But this Nuggets team is motivated. They won a championship. And that one was a little bit personal to them because the Lakers have been talking shit. 
and they wanted to win that one on ring night. So I think, you know, that was, that was one of the easiest bets I ever had was Denver winning that. That did not surprise me in the least that Denver won that game. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I had Denver winning that one as well. It's just, yeah. Once you're, once you're like heavily motivated all, all, all around, it's really hard to it's really hard to break that motivation. But what I will say is that the Lakers, the pieces that they picked up, um, I really like seeing Cam Reddish on the court a lot more at this point yeah. right now. I feel like that might be that might end up being one of the, like the low key best pickups that you guys have. I yeah. know Christian Wood was one that everyone was thinking about, but for me, I think Reddish is going to be the one, and. Speaking of your team, I got to speak about my team. Yeah, let's go. Uh, so for the Raptors, Raptors won their first game. Yep. Against Minnesota. Ant is, Ant is still such a beast. Is he ever? But what I did like about about the Raptors was it wasn't, it didn't look like it was a Pascal show. Yeah, which I'm not trying to take anything away from Pascal or even when Van Vliet was here, it looked like you knew going into it, those were the two you had to guard the whole time. Yeah. Right now, they're moving the ball around. Schroeder, Schroeder's, he's just a Schroeder, Schroeder, get ready. Yeah. Say two different every way. Yeah, so Schroeder did his thing. Ananobi, man, if I know we're going to lose him at the end of this year. I don't think he's re-signing. But man, he's improved since his first season. Yeah, I can see a bunch of people trying to trade for him at the trade deadline, and I think we would be a fool unless we're. I just no overall. I think we'd be a fool if we don't try to get something for him because we can't have Van Vliet leave last season for nothing, and we can't have yeah. Ananobi leave for nothing this season. Like you also had Gasol and Serge leave for nothing too. Yeah, but that those two why. Those two were understandable. Kawhi, we already knew like he. It was no surprise to anybody that he wasn't going to resign. But we just need, yeah, we need something back for some for these players. I just realized right now you guys have Garrett Temple on this team. I had no idea until oh, yeah. just now. I yeah. and I've always liked Garrett Temple. I think he's just a professional. That's the reason why I like the pickup. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be playing a lot no, of minutes. great locker room guy. Just, he'll, yeah. he'll be a coach. He will be a coach. Garrett Temple will be a coach in this oh, yeah. league. Or a general manager or something. He's going to be, yeah, he's going to be in some form of, some form of uh, head office type job. Yeah. But and there's actually a few veterans on this team now. Thad, Garrett Temple, Otto Porter. Like, those are all good guys, I think, to have in a locker room. Yeah, I was surprised. I wasn't super surprised when I think they brought back Thad this year. Otto Porter, yeah. Porter, we had him for two years from last year. But he yeah, because his wife's from year. Toronto. Yeah. And I just think I just think right now you gotta just find a way to train like coach uh Darko Barnes a little bit more. Yeah. And as a first as a new head coach, having those veterans helps because you lost, you lost what Griffith to the Bucks. Nah, he's on the Bucks now. So like you, 
nurse that whole divide. I guess right season. now we have the Raptors head coaching yeah, matchup right now. Each other right now. Yeah, we yeah. got the assistant, former assistant of the Raptors, and Adrian Griffin going against the former head coach and Nick Nurse. So that's something. Yeah, we're we're like affecting affecting the NBA right here. You know. There you go. Uh, I will say, I have never seen a player at the level that Grady Dick is get so many advertisements oh, yeah. and not be not even to know like he played two minutes and got an assist in that game but he's in like drake's kids video he's in like he's already got like an, he, i've seen like three grady dick ads yeah. and i don't even know if he's 100 percent gonna be a good nba player yet i think he will he showed, i'm sure he, he will showed, it's yeah, just he, it's just I, hilarious he showed some potential he showed some real potential in um the summer league yeah, I think right now, I kind of like the thing of slow, involving him slowly into the game, rather than a lot of teams that just throw the rookies out there. Yeah, because you're gonna have rookies that are gonna make an impact, and you're gonna have rookies that need to take a little bit of time to get real comfortable in those mm-hmm. positions. You're trying to build him up. If we're gonna lose an Nobi, you're trying to build him up so that he's that shooter to come up, help up. Right, you don't want to. Yeah. You don't want him to like lose his confidence early because shooters, once shooter starts losing their confidence, it's different than oh, like a slasher or an all round player. So, we definitely don't want that. But yeah, no good one for the Raptors. I, that's a good team too in uh, Minnesota that they beat, and it's not like a Minnesota team that's beaten anyone. That's a team that a lot of people have high praise for for Minnesota from top to bottom. So I thought that was a really good win for the Raps. I was surprised when we were favored looking at the spread beforehand. Because I know, because a lot of times when you're looking at like the uh, salaries of people or the potential of people, like they might be like Ants the Superstar, but you still have like a Conley and a Cat, right? Yeah. So I thought they were going to favor Minnesota. They actually favored Raptors by like two and a half points. And I was very shocked by that. Interesting. Yeah, Minnesota is loaded. On their team, so yeah. again, I think that's a good win for the Raps and a good sign for the Raps too. And maybe, no, maybe Nurse having that gone was good. And yeah, and you already saw the report today too that the pressure's on too for the Raps. Like if um, if they get up to a slow start, Masai and Bobby aren't going to be shy at making moves. Apparently, mm-hmm. so they want to let them know, like, hey, like we're keeping the roster we had coming into this season, but like no one is safe. So if you know you want to stay in Toronto, like let's get this thing started off and i think i think bringing in dennis was the perfect replacement for a guy like fred mm-hmm. uh, especially coming off of fiba and the deal you guys got him for and how was your first experience getting to watch dennis on your team because obviously i've gotten to see him two of the last three seasons being on my squad but you you it's, it's always different when you watch a guy play for your team other than the individual team well i kind of just like because I enjoy watching basketball, I kind of yeah. just watch them. So even if they come on your team, come to your team, like it's not that big of a surprise. Yeah. So for me, it was Dennis being Dennis. Yeah. I thought that he did what he needed to do. He played defense. He uh, hit some shots. Every time I see him shoot, sometimes it's as somebody that when I play basketball, like, I have my releases always have to be a lot quicker because I always play with people taller than me and longer wingspan than me. Anytime yeah. I see Dennis shoot, 
I'm like, I don't know how you get the shot off because the setup and everything is so slow. Yeah, it is. And it's so you never know. He, yeah, and he always gets the shot off. It always surprises me. And I hate players like that because those are the ones that you'll get fouled on because you're so used to like how quickly you shoot that you might jump way earlier and they can just jump into you. So anytime I see him, that's all I that's all I think. But he did what he had to do. Like him he, he knew not he, they kind of took the ball out of Pascal's hand as the ball handler for yeah compared to when Van Vliet was here. It primarily was Schroeder um and no yeah Schroeder and Scotty. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Scotty played a little times. two guard. Scotty played a little two guard in that game at times. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the energy that Precious was playing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I like I like the team. I think we'll be competitive. There's gonna be teams that are so top heavy that it's gonna be really hard for us to to compete. But I like I like how our team is playing at this point. They have they have good pieces on that team that work well. Uh, the the Raptors, I think, just like I was saying, like they just kind of needed a reset from Nurse, from Fred. I, I think you know, with Fred left, I think everyone was like, "Yeah, it's cool." <laughs> like we kind of just want to move on from you and kind of want to move um, remove from Nurse. And you did get the feeling, uh, whether it be at the uh, the media day at the beginning of the year or even for the presser last night, that there was just kind of a refresh. For this team, you know, Nurse is one of those coaches, I think, too, that you can only have for so long. And I don't want to say he quit on the team, but I think he had had enough of this group of guys. And I think Fred was ready to, you know, be in a different organization. So I think watching that team last night, it felt like a much refreshed roster than we had seen in the past in the Raps. Oh, yeah. And that's a, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like, that's the feeling that you want. If you listen to 7K pick, that's the feeling – I get with the Falcons. So like yeah. overall for both both teams, I'm like, I'm okay with what I get at this point right now. Exactly. Um as far as the Wimby of it all, uh, what was your I mean, that game last night was great, but that Golden State game on on Friday. What was it Friday? Yeah, Friday. I keep on hearing people talk about that more than the game yesterday, because that Friday game. I think everyone that I know that watches basketball watched that Wemby game on Friday. And the game yesterday, he got in foul trouble. But when he got going, it was I, – I, I just – I'm glued to every single thing he does. It's just so fascinating to watch him play. I kind of watched that game. and Well, I watched the whole game. But yeah. I was more interested in Pop's energy than mm-hmm. anything Wemby. Like – it felt like, and this is when you know it's true, like, Pop felt like, okay, I have a resurgence. And the team played like they had a resurgence. Like, the team played with a lot more energy. I saw, I didn't pay attention to any San Antonio game last year. I'm not even going to lie. I mean, I did one or two, so that's why I'm happy that people get to see what Devin Vassell can do, but I, yeah, I they're not going to lie and say I watched a bunch of Spurs yeah. stuff. And so, like, Watching them yesterday, when Wemby got in foul trouble, it just looked like the entire team just said, "All right, we're we're gonna have your back, right?" Yeah, it's lose losing that type of game though is to be expected 
from a yeah. young team, like a real young team that's still learning how to win at this point. But you had Wemby's performance in the fourth quarter. Uh, Zach Collins got the extension. Yeah, I'm happy to see that for him. Had yeah. some injury problems to start off his career, but it seems like he's back on track. And I feel like he, I feel like he could have went into free agency and got a little bit more money. Absolutely, he felt like San Antonio supported him when the other teams kind of were just like he's too injury prone, and yep. he paid off for them. And at this point, right now, he got his extension, so that they're going to be an interesting team to watch. And they are. I they're mean, gonna, they're going to screw a lot of people's uh, point spreads if you <laughs> if you're betting on them yeah they're maybe do this another night but they're near the top of my elite pass rankings right now because i just i just enjoy watching Wimbayama. but you get to watch like more of that team because you know i had watched whenever i watched some spurs games mainly if i saw them versus my team or yeah. the one or two primetime games they had like man Devin vassell can ball I, I actually did think not to put it all on it but i thought in that dying seconds there kendall johnson kind of cost in the game he got really dribble happy and I think that's a side of being inexperienced and not being in a big NBA game where mm-hmm. Kendall had been the guy at times and it's great. But that moment, I thought he wanted the moment a little bit more than he maybe should have. And he dribbled into those double teams and the Mavs being a little bit more of an experienced team could snatch it out. But there was two times at the end of the game where the Spurs were right in it. Kendall forced a shot off a rebound. And then the other time he dribbled into the paint into a double team. And both times they stripped the ball away from him when there was much better plays available to him. I think, no, that's a accurate statement. I I just also think that with the whole fact that Wemby was off for so long and he yeah. was playing really well those first three quarters, like when the fourth quarter hits, sometimes that confidence gets too high because mm-hmm. you've been playing good for three and you're like, okay, well, Wemby was out for pretty much two quarters if you're trying to think about the time wise as far as foul trouble mm-hmm. and he was playing good throughout that he was like all right so we don't want me to get a next foul and i gotta pick up my game but sometimes at that point you just like, gotta recognize you gotta be in the flow of the game rather than mm-hmm. how you felt at that moment yeah yeah it's um they're gonna be a fun team to watch whatever they do i mean it's gonna be a longer season for them they're not gonna win a lot of games obviously but now, I am ex- enthused to watch and play. Other than that, um, around the association, um, only things else that really stuck out to me is, I mean, I guess we can talk about this Bulls situation. Uh, OKC spanked them, and OKC looked great. Chet didn't look too bad in his preseason. SGA, man, double-double. Um, the Bulls thing, I don't know why this has to be this big of a news. They had the player-only meeting, and they were really mad, and DeMar has an extension possibility he'll be a free agent next year zach has a big extension they signed vooch to the extension uh they're mad they don't have a real point guard on their team they have what their point guards kobe white and javon carter and both those guys yeah they do different things on their teams if you have a javon or kobe on your team off the bench you're really really happy because both those guys are stud six men potential point guards but yeah don't stand out as a, a true point guard and there's and i guess they have alex caruso again as another point guard option but again not the traditional point guard that you want off the bench. I don't know what really the Bulls are looking for to fix things other than wait a year and wait for Lonzo to come back. I say if I was them, I would kind of blow it up at this point. I would too, because I mean, even with Lonzo, 
we don't know what Lonzo will be if he comes back next year. Yeah. I would and like I never like to say that about teams because I think that if you like playing with each other and stuff like that, then you just gotta It doesn't seem like they like to though. No, I mean like there's like people it seems like the team is divided. Yes. That's why I thought when uh DeMar got there at one point I thought that because uh, all the rumors were that Zach was going to leave. Mm-hmm. And then it would have made sense because I think DeMar would, it would have been kind of DeMar Lonzo's team. Yeah. But then he stayed, they didn't trade him. And it's kind of just like, okay, cool. And now the coaching situation, when yeah. you have a players only meeting after the your first, first game? game. Yeah. That's not a good sign. That means blow that blow that whole team up. Yeah, it's not a good look. It's a it's really bad look. look. And they shouldn't have re-signed Vooch. When they set re-signed Vooch, I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what, what's the goal here? I don't but I guess know. they didn't have a choice. I guess they didn't have a choice, really. It's like, well, we can either sign Vooch and have a good all-star level big guy or just let him walk for nothing. That's true. But at the same time, it's like, we were just talking about this. It's about yeah. your culture, right? Yeah. Like, does that team have a culture? Does that team have, like, it seems like the team, or is it just a bunch of players that are put together? It's, it's, it's a so, bunch of guys, because they what they have they have Draymond on the bench, too, right? Like, their, their roster is all uh, over the Drummond. place. They have Draymond, yeah, Drummond, Caruso. Drummond the like, they can make, like, they can get a decent bag for, for Alex Caruso. Like, teams, with, there's a lot of these contending teams that would lo- love an Alex Caruso. Same with the Javon Carter. Same with a Kobe White. Kobe White's another guy. I wasn't sure why they re-signed him because they never really used Kobe White that much. You didn't. Have he to started re- yesterday. You didn't have to start. You didn't have to re-sign Kobe White. You didn't have to re-sign Vucevic. To tell you the truth, because you have no. the you have the Drummond on the bench. Like yeah. these are. It's just weird to me. Like it makes no sense. So if I'm if I'm a team looking at somebody to trade for like a Vooch beforehand. Actually, I was gonna say Golden State, but I forget what's his um what's his backup center now on Golden uh, State. Golden State? Uh, let me check. It's like it's I, spam I, as I do this. I literally just watched watched the game yesterday and I was like I forgot that this guy was on the team but anyways I would say like at one point I would have said a golden state to trade for Oh you're talking about Saric? Saric. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean yeah, Vooch adds a different I mean the trade for them is Caruso and Vooch for pieces cuz that changes everything at this point now. Yeah. For them for sure but yeah like a team would love to have a Javon Carter or a Caruso or a Kobe White or a Vooch. These are all and then what DeMar can do for some of these teams as well would be huge. And I, I wonder if that's the piece, if DeMar doesn't want to extend, if you move a DeMar. And I think Caruso only has a year left at like 10 million. That's a great deal for an Alex Caruso that can change any. I mean, if you're Phoenix, I'd be doing everything I can to get Alex Caruso if I'm Phoenix. Yes and no. Because at this point right now, for Phoenix, the good thing about having a Booker and a Beal is yeah. they both play with the ball in their hands. 
So you can mm-hmm. literally just. Well, I'm just talking about the defensive side for Caruso. Oh, I know. I know what yeah. you mean, but I'm saying oh, yeah, yeah. it still takes away from kind of what they what they want, right? Mm-hmm. Like, because a Caruso will just go out there and play defense, but at the same time, at 10 mil, let's say next season, he's he's not going to go out there to be. Uh, I'm trying to think who's the best comparison. He's not going to be a, go out there to be a Pat Bev at that point. No. Like, they're going to want him more for his offense slash defense. Yeah. That's why, um, I mean, even Golden State, I guess, like before he seemed like a perfect fit, but now with CP there, I don't know how that works. Uh, yeah. But there's a lot of pieces they can get to work there. Yeah. there's. It's just a. It's just an interesting situation. Now, if, if I'm DeMar, not going to lie to you, if a Terrence Mann isn't going to sign an extension with the Clippers, I would package him up and add him to the Clippers, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I'd rather have him than James Harden. Yeah. It makes, because it makes. Would that be something least... if you were Philly, you would look at maybe a James Harden for DeMar? Would you rather have, would you take DeMar in his final year? At least you know he's going to play. I think the problem with DeMar at times, though, is that DeMar is. DeMar really slows down the game. Yeah. They can't do that with MB. Yeah, everybody wants to speed it up. Yeah. Which is why I think Clippers, because if Westbrook has a ball in his hand, it's go, go, go. We know that. But if it's uh, PG with the ball in his hand, it's kind of slowed down. Kawhi, Kawhi definitely slows down the game. DeMar yeah, he does. It. It, mm-hmm. DeMar kind of fits in that whole kind of mixture. Plus, right DeMar now. can't hit a three, really. So you need, he only hits mid range. And with them beat space in the floor, I think you need those threes as well. You need to, you need to, yeah. I don't really know the fit for DeMar for a team that could use him. I don't really know who that team is. Clippers, uh, maybe, I guess, makes sense. I would agree. Clippers, but again, Pelicans. Mmm. Pels is interesting. Uh, Pelicans. Heat? He doesn't really make sense there, does it? Of they just to no, have him and Kyle he, back together. He, yeah, that would just be a good moment, but that would that kind of clogs up Jimmy Butler's space because mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler is kind of the mid range guy, mm-hmm. and then Bam too. I would say Knicks, but I, eh. I guess he can get the he can kind of be the guy the Knicks are looking for, and it's you don't have to give up as much to get Demar. You wouldn't have to give up. You probably have to give it like a Quentin Grimes, but I think I'd rather have a Quentin Grimes long term. Yeah, that's true. There's a, there's a few teams. Like I'm only thinking playoff contenders. I'm not thinking mm-hmm. I'm not thinking non-playoff contenders because yeah, he he could fit on any playoff contenders. Him going back to San Antonio would be a good fit too. Yeah, because it's not like Wemby needs the ball low post. Like he can no. have it at the top of the key. It doesn't even matter. So like him reuniting with Pop would be a good a good thing. Like there's a few, there's a few, there's a few people, and I know people are gonna be like, you just said playoff contenders, and then you said San Antonio. I understand it was just a thought that came into yeah. my head, people. And I've seen some people like, oh, Lakers, like he makes zero sense in the Lakers, <laughs> zero sense, yeah, zero point, sense in the Lakers, zero sense. Before you guys did all the pickups this season, yeah, I would say, I would have said yes. Yeah, especially with AD saying that he wants to shoot more threes this season, Mm -hmm. then a Demar would work out perfect. But 
Not not with the pieces you guys picked up. No, it makes zero sense uh, for that. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my thoughts. Is there any other thoughts in the first two days of things that stuck out? I think other than that, it was pretty uh, pretty standard stuff. I mean, there's still the James Harden stuff, which is weird, but I don't really we haven't really talked about it. But I don't really know what to say. It's weird, and if he doesn't play within 28 days, he won't be a free agent next year. I don't know really what else there is to say. And honestly, I think that's what the goal is. Yeah. I honestly think that that that's what the goal is. I think the goal is uh, you went out, you decided to make those statements, and then we're going to try to find a way to just screw you over. We're not giving you what you want. It's not like, it's not like, that's a good thing. But also the NBA also proved for certain points, certain teams, it doesn't matter if you do good business or not. Because they wanted that Miami trade, and it seemed like they did whatever to not make it Miami. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's a bad Milwaukee's a bad spot for him. No, it's a really good spot for him. But they just like don't Toronto, want players dictating the sign yeah. an extension to be like, "I'm going here." Yeah, a team like Toronto that seen the energy that Kyle put in for how long, and decided to say, "All right, you wanted to go to Miami, we're trading you to Miami." Like, mm-hmm. there you go. But. I understand the Harden thing. Harden just goes wherever he gets bored, and then he wants to leave. Mm-hmm. Like you, there's only so so much that you can do. This it happened when he went to Houston, and he wanted to leave to Houston, go to Brooklyn. He showed up thirty pounds overweight, yeah. and then one day lost thirty pounds. Like it didn't even make any sense. And I but, think what ha- I think what happened too is well, two things. Dar- Daryl said he would get this extension, but then. He wasn't, and then I think maybe around, it sounds like around the fall, he Daryl said, well, we'll see how you play this season if you get the extension or not. Yeah. That's why I think around Christmas Day, you started hearing those Houston rumors. And I think Houston was going to take him, but then I'm a Doka, got the job. I was like, I don't want James Harden on my team. <laughs> I didn't set up for James Harden. So he's like, yeah, I kind of have an idea where I'm going, and we're going to go after Dylan Brooks and Fred. And so I think once that stopped, I think Harden kind of got the sense of like, Oh, I'm not going to Houston. Okay, well, I do want my money, yeah. so I'm going to re up. But then you're going to trade me, Philly, because this is what I've always gotten. I've gotten what I wanted from a trade. Instead, he could have just been like, "Eff it, I'm going to become a free agent and go where I want to go." And he could have gone wherever he wanted to go. So, I think it's both sides. Daryl obviously offered him, told him there was going to be an extension there waiting for him, and then backed out of it. And but James also put him himself in a situation where, okay, I get you don't want to be in Philly, but you could have just ended this in the summer yourself. Yep. That's all that's all it really was. So like it's just sometimes when you lash out against a business, you gotta remember it's still a business. Yeah. You're, if you if Harden won stuff in Philly, if they didn't if they made it past the second round, then maybe they would have been more open, but they traded for you to get you out past the level where they were stuck at yeah and then they still went out at the level that they're stuck out the second yeah exactly you didn't help anything so you don't really you don't really have that power in your hand anymore um yeah so other than that before we kind of do the quick preview stuff and wrap this episode up was there anything else i missed from the first few days uh not really to tell you the truth um i do what i will say is uh, i do like that rookie from Dallas. Oh, lively, the Dookie. Yeah. 
I do like I do like you know he played he played he balled out that first game against yeah. San Antonio like he did and if he can if he manages to keep up that type of energy throughout the season he he could be up there well I'm I'm certainly happy for Dallas because they certainly tanked to get him at the end of the season there oh yeah that's true but he so, was, yeah he was he was he hooped out. But I, I thought I, I liked him at Duke, and he had an up and down season. He really started to shine at the halfway point. I think it was that Carolina game, to my chagrin, that uh, he started to really find his way there at Duke at the end there. So, um, and that's kind of the one thing that the Mavs have been missing is a solid big there. And I, I actually did think Kyrie and Luca played okay together. Kyrie looked great. It's but it's it's about the long term with Kyrie. So I don't really go from one day with Kyrie like. A lot of people were pissed where he was in ESPN and the Ringer and Bleacher Report for their top hundred players, but it's no one's questioning how good Kyrie is at basketball. It's everything else with Kyrie. Yeah, it's kind of just more the commitment stuff after. Yeah, but like, you know what, Kyrie? Do you do what you gotta do? And Mark Cuban, you pay who you want to pay, and yeah. Luca, you play with whoever you want to play with. That's that's pretty much it. Yeah, but overall, yeah, that's kind of just my wrap for the stuff. It's too early in the season to even really like deep dive into many of these. Exactly, things. that's why it's just kind of a quick thought and stuff. Um, as far as the season, the the upcoming season goes. Again, we're not doing over unders, but uh, give me your Western and Eastern finals, and then your NBA champion. Then we'll do some awards. Um. Western Conference, Eastern Conference. All right, it's gonna sound like a cop out. Western Conference, I have a repeat of last season. Okay, so doing um, Lakers Nuggets. That's mine. That's mine as well. So, uh, Eastern Conference. I have Boston, Milwaukee. That's mine as well. It's very chalky, but I, I, that's mine as well. Yeah. I just, I just think those are the two top teams from bottom. I don't think in the East, I guess maybe the Knicks and the Heat could maybe do something to surprise us. If the Knicks, let's say, if Philly does blow up and Hart, and if Embiid goes to the Knicks, then that could change. Or if you know yeah. Donovan Mitchell halfway through the season is like, I want to go to New York, then maybe I look at the we're Knicks kinda, differently. Yeah, we're kind of just looking at it from where the roster is at this point. And that's the yeah. thing because trades can happen, every anything can happen, right? Like, uh, yeah, Knicks Knicks could possibly trade for Ananobi. Yeah, like, and, you know and what I mean, like, for the anything. for the West, I just don't trust the health for the Suns. Yeah. I yeah. just don't trust their health. Beal started the season out. Booker's not playing tonight already. <laughs> Booker's not playing tonight. Like, it's just yeah. Nurkic always gets injured in the season. Nurkic's always good. I think he's had an average of 40 games in a season. Durant always gets hurt. And yeah, you say, well, the Lakers always get hurt too. But I do think with the Lakers, the difference is as long as one or LeBron or AD are healthy, the rest of this roster is good enough to make the Western yeah. final. Yeah, that's a, that's the and Darv and Ham is such a good coach. Yeah. So like, and AR has taken another level to be a borderline all-star. Yes. It just D'Lo needs to figure his shit out. Yeah, you got you got to look at that type of stuff, but yeah, overall, it's we we is, talked about everything with Denver. Pretty They're much, just, yeah. Uh, and then who do you have for the finals? Then uh, finals, 
This is a tough one. I'm going to go Milwaukee Nuggets. Yeah, I'm going the opposite. I'm going Laker Boston. Okay. Who's your champion? I have Denver repeating. Denver repeating? Uh, this is hard for me, but I am putting my analyst hat on. I have the Celtics beating the I have the Celtics beating the Lakers. <laughs> That's hard. Coach, coach ain't gonna like that one. No, I'm putting my analyst hat on, but I just thought what that Boston team has, I think that's the most complete team of the NBA. Yeah, they're solid. Coaching's the only part I question with Joe Mizzou. That's not bad. Bad bad get. That's yeah. a that's a true thing. But the the Nuggets, I could see repeating as well. I I Milwaukee, the defense that Dame has, I do have concerns of as we move forward, especially when they face Boston and they'll be able to switch off with Drew and with Jalen and even a Pritchard at times to switch off of him and kind of expose them there. And I've seen a little bit now in this Philly game, they're doing that with Maxi. Um but until then, I do think that's the most complete team in the East that go head-to-head with the Celtics in the Eastern Finals. Yeah, that's kind of how I see it. And I, I do I, – I, here I am counting out the heat already, and I don't want to. But I, don't. I do think losing Gabe Vincent and Max does hurt some depth that they did have. That's kind of why – like, I have Miami in the playoffs. Yeah. That's the reason why I don't have them in the finals, though. Yeah. Yeah, I I think that who's um who's your MVP? Uh, it's kind of hard to bet against Jokic at this point right now. It is. This is why I'm excited to do this quote unquote preview side of things because I've had my MVP and I want to put it on wax. Okay, uh, this year I'm gonna go Tatum. Going Tatum. My MVP this year is SGA. I'm going out there on it. Tatum's my backup. Tatum's my backup, but already 31 and 10 the other day. You don't traditionally need to be a top three team. I think the Thunder can be a four or five seed. Yeah. And I think if he can get to that point, he has a really good chance at landing it. I haven't put money on it yet, and I probably should have. Um I don't think Giannis will get it because I think that having Dane there will take away. Tatum is my backup pick. I think Tatum has a really good chance of it. And Joker, I think there was just fatigue last year with voting for him. And I think it was kind of Embiid's time last year. Um, but Joker probably third on my list. But I, I think SGA and the Thunder are really going to go to this next level. I think the Thunder could very well be in the Eastern final. Like I could see them knocking off the Lakers or even maybe surprising the Nuggets. They're going to be a pain in the ass for a lot of the teams in the NBA this year. They are, but I think you got to slow down with. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just very hyped on them. They go deep. And, and the, and the thing is too, they have all those picks. That's (laughs) And so they can literally trade for almost anyone in the league that becomes a scrump. Like everyone's talking about Embiid obviously the Knicks or the heat. They can put together a better Embiid thing than anybody in the league can. They can just throw a bunch of picks at Philly, go reset. Yeah, we'll take to well Embiid. Wouldn't make sense though, but yeah, yeah. I don't know if it would if for them, but yeah, it'll be interesting to go that way. So yeah, I got SGA rookie. I'm going Wemby. I'm going Wemby. Just actually no, I'm going Scoop. Going Scoop Cat. Um, 
most improved it's such a hard award because like like i i i wouldn't seen lori Markin last year right like i don't know who the lori Markin is this year uh i'm gonna go dort that's a good one that's a really good one i was gonna say austin reeves but like so he went from fit he'd have to go to like 22 points a game maybe he that 18-5. Yeah. 18-5. And, and then six-man, um, let me say Peyton Pritchard. That's a good choice. Who was who I going to pick? Um, six-man, six-man, six-man. That's a tough one for me. I am going to go with I'm gonna go with Reeves. Ooh, I like it. He yeah, does start yeah. some games, but it, it it's gonna be back and forth. Yeah, I, depends I, on how, how many. It, you just have to start a certain amount of games. Rui's another one that could be in Rui. that con- that conversation. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna go Reeves. It. You know, I really hate Senator. Is I hate the Celtics as a Laker fan. I hate them, but I am mad how many players in this team I actually like. I've never liked this many te- players on a Celtics team before. Oh yeah, it's a it's a solid one, and a and a big man just uh, got a pick on Josh Allen. Wow! Yeah. So we got two Bucks teams playing. We got the Milwaukee Bucks and the Tampa Bay Bucks, and uh, we're gonna go and talk about seven K picks. Um, enjoy the NBA season. We'll try to. I can't guarantee these will be weekly. I will try my best to do weekly, but you know. We got so much stuff going on with wrestling, with football, which is always going to be weekly, and then NBA. So try my best to uh, make the schedule work out to accommodate everyone. But uh, for if Senator... We can't do weekly. Yeah. We'll try to do bi-weekly. That's we my try, main we'll, plan, yeah. yeah. We, won't, we won't try to make it go too long where we don't don't put out a pod. Yeah, and then like sometimes there's not going to be... I don't want to have the, the overreaction to stuff every single week, too. So exactly. bi-weekly may be a little bit better to go with. But for Senator, I'm Josh. Uh, we got 7K picks. We're about to record next. Make sure you check out that. Until next time, folks, cheers and enjoy the day. Thank you for listening to Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take 42.